What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to the Night of Champions predictions here at SparkoutMoment.com. Special edition of Smack Talk, we're doing this kind of on the side. We already did episode 200, but we're going to continue the conversation and just talk about our predictions for the pay-per-view. So here we go. It's a bunch of series of videos that we're going to be having if you're on YouTube, if you're on iTunes and Stitcher. It's its own separate thing. We're not going to have the Ask Him. We're not going to have the hot tags and stuff. Already knocked that out this week, so go back and check out that part of the episode. But we've got eight matches that we need to talk about, so we're going to get right into those. But before we do that, I need to introduce everybody on the panel. Of course, I am Tony Mango, your host, as always. And as always, I am joined by Mike Payton. As always. As always. And Sean Walker. Woo! I was on the 200th episode. I was a lucky kid. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't say as always for you, right? Now and again. Once the blue moon, when I'm awake. Fuck yeah. Mike. So, we're going to just kick this off right now with the kickoff, the pre-show match between Cosmic Wasteland and the team of Neville and the Lucha Dragons. This was announced, uh, what was it, Monday Night Raw, I think? And uh, that happened after they decided to not do a match on Monday Night Raw. A very awkward segment. If you want to hear our opinions about that, go check out this week's edition of the Monday Night Raw post-show. But nonetheless, we do have Stardust teaming up with the Ascension. Newest stable that's been formed against the other superhero kind of people that we have right there. So let's uh, talk about this. Peyton, what do you think about that? Are you excited about this match? Well, my impressions of Cosmic Wasteland have been... The Ascension in a random jobber match against the Dudley Boys where Stardust wasn't even there with them. And whatever the fuck it was that happened on Monday where they all just came out and tussled for a bit and then Neville's music played. So no, I have no fucking interest in this. I should because they're all decent performers that are in the match. It was just a month ago where I was saying that Stardust was doing some of the best work of his career. But man, they, they just completely dropped the ball with doing anything with that. So I, I have no interest. What about you, Sean? Is this something that you're looking forward to? Uh, no. I like that name. It's pretty cool. Cosmic Wasteland, you know, end of the wasteland. That's that's what they say, yeah. I have no idea. Welcome to but the wasteland. What, what happened to Goldust? That's what I want to know. He's been injured. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's why he's not in there. But they they kind of make sense to team him up a little bit. I mean, the Ascension's not doing anything right now. Of course, they still aren't. But uh, Stardust, he's not, you know, banging on all cylinders on his own. He's doing some good work. But there actually was a little poll that he put up on Twitter recently where he asked people, do you like Stardust or Cody Rhodes better? Cody Rhodes. I like Cody Rhodes better. I like Stardust better. It's actually got some dimensions to it. Multiple dimensions. Hence the I, cosmic thing. I actually liked the the emo Cody Rhodes where he was wearing the mask when he broke his nose. That was pretty cool. Bring back that Cody Rhodes. I <laughs> what, break his nose Rhodes. again? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that his character's name? The Undashing Cody Rhodes? No. no. It was, um... Fuck. It was just Cody Rhodes. No, didn't they give him some kind of like deranged or something like that? It was. I mean, they used all different types of uh, adjectives to describe him: hideous, <laughs> deformed, <laughs> deformed, deformed, fugly. <laughs> I thought there was like a, a D word that they went with at one point. That was like the one that they stuck around. 
hate that I'm drawing a blank on it right now, trying to look it up at this moment. But um, nonetheless, uh, we do have this comic book things continuing. We've got Neville uh, still feuding with Stardust, but there's no Stephen Amell. Makes sense. I mean, he's got his own commitments. He's not a wrestler, so he's not going to be popping up all the time. Lucha Dragons filling in a little bit of that void. What do you guys think about them tagging up with Neville? Is this the comic book type of team that you would want, or are there other people that you would rather see in this spot? I can't say that there's a necessity to have a spot of people fighting against the Ascension and Cody Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like, man, the Lucha Dragons, that's not who should be there. I got a list of five people I want to see facing that. No. <laughs> it's like, this is this is a pre-show match that's the same level of any other pre-show match they would probably do. Unless, unless they're really going to try to make a big pre-show match, which they did once upon a time this year, but they're, they're back to them just being plain old matches. Neville has been shafted really hard, hasn't he? Well, he got a huge push when he first got on there, but as of late, not so much. He's still featured enough. He's still on mm-hmm. Raw every week. He's, he's not in a bad spot. He's I not in a bad spot. Shafted. He's just not a priority anymore. He needs to feud with Seth Rollins. Make that fucking shit happen. Oh, that's way too far of a jump. That was that was my match of the year, by the way. The one on Raw. I could see him feuding with Kevin Owens after Survivor Series. Ooh. That'd be good. I'd watch that. They've got chemistry. And a little spoiler for when we get to it in the next part. Potential Kevin Owens win. But as far as Neville and the Lucha Dragons go... And uh, the Cosmic Wasteland, obviously this match doesn't mean a whole lot. There's no titles on the line, anything like that. But who would you want to see? Who do you think is going to end up winning? Peyton? I would assume that the heels will get the win on this because the babyface has got the win at SummerSlam. John? I reckon the heel team are going to win, which is a shame because I want Neville to win because I need fucking points. I'm going to go with Cosmic Wasteland as well. I think that they need this, and not just because, you know, well, oh, they got to win over uh, Neville and Lucha Dragons because that would mean so much. No, they need it because they suck so far. (laughs) What have they done? Nothing. And if you go from losing to the Dudley Boys, not wrestling a match, and then losing a match, nobody's going to give a shit about the Cosmic Wasteland. Then they lose um, against... The Billy Gunn and uh, Road Dog, and then they've just been in obscurity ever since, or was I hallucinating? They really kind of dropped the ball with the Ascension from the start, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think it's mostly because of the time that they debuted them. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to put somebody out there at, like, the end of the year to me. Unless, of course, you want them to be, like, a huge priority at WrestleMania. But if you're not going to do that, like... What did they do at WrestleMania? They were in the um, they were in the at, Giant, right? Well, yeah, I guess you can count that. <laughs> they, they didn't have like a real match or anything. No, they were, they, didn't they? Didn't they have like a big four or five tag team match? And they I don't think they that. were in that. No, no, no that was. Um, That's what I'm saying. They had it, but they weren't in it. Right? Yeah, that was like the weirdest thing. It was like you're gonna put Los Matadores in this, but not the Ascension. <laughs> Fuck! You really don't give a shit about the Ascension, do you? It's weird that they went from being the top of the top when it comes to NXT. And then shafted immediately on the main roster. Especially because some of the other people have done so well. Kevin Owens, Neville for the most part, the Divas. 
well. Lucha Dragons, they've been kind of shitty too. Like, I don't get it. So, point is, don't bring up Enzo and Cass anytime soon. Pretty much. For the most part, yeah, because if the Lucha Dragons got the shaft when they first came and the Ascension, the same thing, what makes you think that they're going to do something different with Enzo and Cass, you know? I can't imagine it. So I'd rather them just be stars of NXT, come back to the main roster around, like, I don't know, SummerSlam? Another year? Yeah. Hey, if that's what's necessary. But I'm going to go with Cosmic Wasteland. As I said, I do think that they need this. Neville and Lucha Dragons, I don't think they're going to be sticking around anytime soon, so... Get them out of the way now. Move on to a different feud. Hell in a Cell, you're going to have less people that you need to work around with, so maybe you'll get like a Neville and Stardust gimmick match or something like that. Not a Hell in a Cell match, for sure. But that's sort of where this feud ends, as far as I'm concerned. It's Night of Champions or Hell in a Cell. Nothing past that. And uh, that'll be part one for us. We're going to continue on here, part two with the Intercontinental Championship match, Ryback versus Kevin Owens. As I mentioned before, if you are on iTunes or Stitcher, then you don't have to do anything as far as getting to the next part. But if you're on YouTube, then all you got to do is click on that next thing. We'll see you in part two. Continuing on here with our Night of Champions predictions, we're going to talk about the Intercontinental Championship match between Ryback and Kevin Owens. We ran this down already when it comes to their really, really shitty build-up on Monday Night Raw but I think it needs a little bit of uh, resurgence. Are you into the feud at all, or did that kill it, Peyton? I wasn't really into it to begin with. Good, because neither was I, and I like both of these guys. It, it just kind of came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought Kevin Owens had problems with Cesaro, and just out of nowhere, he just kind of, like, bumped shoulders at Ryback, and all of a sudden, he, like, has problems with him. Like, what? And Ryback's <laughs> what? got problems with Big Show and The Miz. Even after uh, SummerSlam, they were still kind of, like, feuding. And he's just kind of like, oh, wait, you've got problems with me? All right, well, guys, can you leave me alone for a little bit? Because i got to go fight Kevin Owens instead. And yeah, I know we- we've been fighting over this title, but I have to go lose it to him real quick. Sorry. <laughs> I read it in the book. It's <laughs> <laughs> That's what the secret was. <laughs> the secret is you're losing the title at Night of Champions. <laughs> You know, I like Ryback. I liked the idea that he was Intercontinental Champion, but I'm rooting for Kevin Owens here. Yep. Although I do think it's a little awkward that he, like, loses the NXT title, he doesn't get the US title, and it's just like, oh, okay, now I'm going to get the Intercontinental title. Yeah. But it's in better hands, right? I don't know. I like Ryback. I like Ryback, but as soon as he opened his gob on Monday, I was like, fucking shit. Oh, everybody can have a bad night. We were just talking the week before about how much he's improved on the mic. He can still have a bad night. Yeah. Sadly, I can still go right back on my team, right? Yeah. That's so. the thing. Shit. But you never well, know. He might retain. Shit. And there's always a good chance that he retains here and loses that hell, uh, hell in a cell. And Kevin Owens has got a six-pack. Of what? What kind of beer? <laughs> I don't know, but I want some. Got a six pack of White Castle burgers. <laughs> Holy shit! This girl likes cheesecake. <laughs> yeah, that's not random. Uh, when it comes to Ryback, though, with the Hell in a Cell coming up, that's another match that, of course, I wouldn't expect to see in the cage itself because they usually only have one, maybe two matches in there, and that's going to be Seth Rollins for sure. 
But if Ryback and Kevin Owens continue the feud, and maybe the title changes on this episode, or this not episode, this show, maybe it changes a Hell in a Cell. If we were down for the title changing in, in any kind of way, what would you rather see happen? Would you rather him lose it here, do some kind of like a rematch, and then just move on? Or do you want this to drag out into Survivor Series? Because we always have that traditional elimination match. And usually the way that they've been doing that is two people feuding are on opposite ends. Ryback on one side, Kevin Owens on the other side. We could have a three-month feud here. I think... <laughs> what I, in the world was that? <laughs> I think... Didn't you... Sean just like into a helicopter? That's the noise I do when I'm thinking. I like to see... I would like to see Kevin Owens win a Night of Champions and then win again uh Hell in the Cell and just be done. I don't think they're gonna have it. I don't think they're gonna have great chemistry in the ring. I think it's just gonna be awful. I think it's gonna look awkward. Good. What do you think, Peyton? Good chemistry? What would you like to see happen? No, you know, the more I think about it, they are gonna have absolutely awful chemistry. I say just make this one and done. Ryback retains, and he can just move on to whoever his next opponent is. Who would you like that to be? I don't care. Like, if like I'm saying, it's just a progressive story. They don't do that enough where the champion just goes from one person to the next. Like, they, they always got to have these like, big extended months-long shits that have no reason to be that long. My best reference is always the summer of Sean where he just had a different opponent every month. The only time he faced someone twice was the British Bulldog, and that's because there was dubious circumstances to the match they had. Well, wasn't most of those people, they were, like, tied to Jim Cornette, right? Bulldog was around that time. Uh, Vader was. I mean, Mankind, Sid, Diesel. That's true. Was Owen around that time, too? Owen was, yeah. Hmm. I miss Cornette. He needs to come back. Yeah, Camp Cornette was good. Very underrated stable. Very underrated manager, too. Who's getting sitting? Imagine him with Ryback. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and who would I like to see Ryback feud with again um, next time? I think Bray Wyatt again. I think that was, that was a good feud last time. That sort of ended. No, it wasn't. It was. It was a good feud. And plus, Bray Wyatt needs the Intercontinental Championship. He needs a, he needs a fucking belt. Put it on Luke Harper in that case. Man, poor uh, Luke Harper. That guy gets the title, and it's just kind of like, nah, just kidding. Back in the tag team, you go. He kept it for what, like three weeks? Yeah. The transitional run to go back to the same guy. It happens. Yeah, I don't know if I'd endorse Spray Wyatt being the next Intercontinental Champion. I don't think that belt would fit him. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it would fit around his waist. Just the idea of him... What a championship seems weird to me. Like, uh, I, I don't know. I kind of don't picture him as, like, a wrestler. <clears throat> like, Ryback's coming out. You know, he's got the singlet on. He's this big, bulky guy. Kevin Owens comes out, and he's, you know, got this background to him and stuff like that. Bray Wyatt's more just, like, gimmicky. Well, I think I, what you're, I think what you're going for here is that what's his motivation for having a championship? Like, that doesn't seem like something yeah. he'll take pleasure in. It seems like he more takes pleasure in just fucking with people. Yeah, rather than, like, I want to win this match because I'm going to, like... You, you, I don't think we would ever see in any capacity any kind of a thing where it's, like, you know, Roman Reigns is getting ready for his match and 
Kevin Owens is backstage taping up his wrists and Ryback is lifting weights and stuff. Bray Wyatt's never going to have like that. Yeah, you know, I hit the gym and I'm really preparing for this title match or something like that just is going to be weird as all hell. So if Ryback's going to move on from Kevin Owens after that, I think it's got to be somebody who sort of fits the bill of going for a championship. And, you know, off the top of my head, I can't think of anybody that I would really want to put in that spot. I'd probably just rather see Kevin Owens move on and Ryback, like, do nothing. I don't want Ryback to do nothing, though. That's the thing. Somebody like a Cesaro would be a great choice, but he's a babyface, and they usually don't do face-and-face matches. Or they, they do heel-and-heel matches yeah, even see, less, uh, but... Seth Rollins would be great with the IC belt. Just give him all the titles. <laughs> Three of them. Yep. And at least the white belt would match his white pants. Gotta imagine him wearing all that white stuff <laughs> with the white title. Get a new, That's like... sexy as fuck. I think that, that would look so stupid. I like the white. I don't know what you guys were on. Really look, good-looking color on him. So, you know, looking through here, we can't really do The Miz again. We can't do Big Show again. I'm not up for Mark Henry versus Ryback. So, there's only two people. Ah, you know what? Maybe three. Stretch it to three. That I think Ryback can move on to, with or without the title. And that's Sheamus. But no, that's a little bit weird off. because he's money in the bank. Rusev. Because, holy shit, they need to end this Rusev and Ziggler thing. And Barrett. Isn't Barrett taking time off? He's filming a movie, but you don't know how long that's going to be. Oh, Would you guys be up for any of those kind of things? I wouldn't mind seeing Barrett and Ryback. That'd be all right. What about you, Peyton? Barrett, Sheamus, Rusev, any guys uh, stand out to you as people you'd like to see Ryback fight? Nah. How about only, this? Only one would have been Rusev, and they already did that. How about this idea? Kevin Owens beats Ryback for the Intercontinental Championship. Maybe they have another match at Hell in a Cell. Barrett comes back. Finally, they go back to Bad News Barrett. And finally, they go with the babyface turn. Kevin Owens versus Bad News Barrett. Me. Doesn't sound like you're into any no, of these titles. No, not not a fan of a uh, babyface Barrett. Really? Yeah. Never worked out very well for him. Has he ever been a babyface? Uh, that's why it hasn't worked out very well for him. <laughs> well, of course it's not going to work out if it's never. Like, did he try to become? Baby they face they came Bobby? very close to turning him babyface a few times. I think and they should. They always pulled away at the last second every time. I think if you have Kevin Owens come out there, he's won the Intercontinental Championship, he's really gloating about it, and, uh, you know, you hear Barrett's music, the promos would be great, I think the chemistry could be really good between those two. Unfortunately, Ryback's the only one that gets screwed out of it. Oh, fuck Ryback. Yeah, fuck. Go back to reading books. <laughs> he's gonna be fighting with literacy, that's what it is. <laughs> What's the, the book campaign that they've got going? Uh, is it like reading star or some shit? Let's be a star you're thinking of. <laughs> Read uh, a star. Well, it's the same shit, isn't it? 
There's like it's like the reading challenge or the. Uh, yeah, it's just like the WrestleMania reading challenge. It's not like that might be it. Yeah, that's gonna be Ryback's next feud. He's gonna find <laughs> other books. <laughs> oh, poor guy. He's gonna go to Make a Wish Kids so they can read him stories. <laughs> <laughs> he sits down on the floor and he's like, "Can you read me a story?" <laughs> they're like, "Uh, I guess." All right. Well, there once was a charming prince. I'm scared. <laughs> So push comes to shove, who's winning, Ryback or Kevin Owens? Sean? Kevin Owens. Peyton? Ryback. Mm. I want Kevin Owens to win, but I'm going to go with Ryback here. And I think that Kevin Owens is going to take the title at Hell in a Cell. Uh, So remember, guys, leave your comments below. Tell us what you think about what's going to happen here. We're going to continue on here in part three with the Wyatt family versus the S.H.I.E.L.D. family, I guess you could kind of call it that way. That's coming in the next part, so stay tuned. Smack Talk, we'll be right back. Part three of our Night of Champions predictions is going to be about the Wyatt family versus Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, and blank. Good old blank. I'd like to see Vacant get that spot. What do you think about that, guys? I'm pretty sure what? that this is going to be there. I think mean, it's a former champion. Multi-time world champion of many different organizations, including being the Intercontinental Champion and the UFC Light Heavyweight Champion at the same time. Only person in the history of ever to do that. I think that Vacant even was the Divas Champion for a little bit there. It's I mean, still the current Women's Champion. <laughs> Which, who knows, maybe Vacant is the answer to the Ask Him for this week. Uh... If you want to follow the exploits of Vacant, at WWE Vacant on Twitter, by the way. But nonetheless, Vacant is going to get his spot usurped by somebody because the mystery partner is Savio Vega. Ooh. Or the Great Kali. Ooh. Or Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Or Kane. Mm-hmm. Those are the four theories that are going around now. Of course, obviously, the first two are completely bullshit. But... Kane and Chris Jericho are the prevailing ones that the rumor mill is spinning about them. I still think that there's not much for either of those, especially Chris Jericho. Like, I can't see Jericho being the one in this team. Do you guys think that there's a shot for him? No. Doesn't make any sense either. It's the same with Kane. It makes no sense because Kane is the authority. Where the fuck is he going to help Ambrose and fucking... Fuck no, when Kane comes back, he's going after Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. He doesn't give a shit about Bray Wyatt. Now, it does, it's not saying it has to be someone who has a grudge with Bray Wyatt, but at least it has to be someone who would care enough to come to the aid of Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose, which, again, neither of those would give a shit. Right. That's the biggest flaw when it comes to Kane, because Kane could be in there for, like, the monster versus all the Wyatt family people thing. They've done it before, though, and if Kane comes out, people are going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Be like, our tag team partner is that guy that's been around for 20 years and everybody's kind of used to by now. Yay. I think they really can only go two different ways here. And one of them's highly likely, and one of them's highly unlikely. <laughs> the highly unlikely, best case scenario, The Rock. The Rock. That's what I was thinking too. Because, no. holy shit, are you going to get anybody bigger than The Rock to play this part? The only thing that makes me not think it's The Rock is if it was The Rock, they would have revealed it beforehand to get more buys. Yeah, I think so. 
Uh, is it The Rock got a TV show called, like, Ballers or some shit? He does. Oh, he's filming? It's on HBO. I don't think they're filming anymore. I'm pretty sure that's done. Because it's airing already. But now there is a possibility that it is The Rock, because he's popped up before. Like, uh, Royal Rumble? He popped up with that Rusev thing? But not for a match. Now, that's where it goes a little bit crazier. And if you didn't have Sting on this card... I would have put a lot more stock in The Rock coming. And then they probably would have announced it ahead of time. You know, kind of all cyclical. But I think it's going to be Eric Rowan. Ugh. Isn't he still hurt? He might be. But really, like, you know... Can someone make sure he is? (laughs) Can we get uh, Tanya Harding on this? (laughs) That's a dated reference. Someone just goes and hits him with a fucking wrench, and he's just like, what was that? Ouch. Ow. That that was mildly annoying. <laughs> He's like, hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Knock it off. Well, somebody's got to be there to counteract Bram Stoker. And if, uh, you know, if there's anybody that fits it better, Eric Rowan does make a lot of sense. I mean, you think they'll do, like, a cheesy face-to-face where they each have their sheet masks on? Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. That's the perfect reason why they would do this. Because he's the black sheep and he's the white sheep. Yeah. It'll be like Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. As sheep. (laughs) 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 So I was thinking Undertaker, Undertaker, or Kane and Kane. Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. So now I'm just picturing Undertaker and Shawn Michaels with sheep masks. (laughs) Like, that would have been a terrible fucking pay-per-view if that would have happened. But I think that that's what they're going to be doing. And hopefully, if Eric Rowan does come back, he's got a different look. That guy can't wear the uh, the garbage man outfit and the beard. Mm. He's definitely going to come out with the garbage man look and the beard. How long yeah, has he been all he owns. I mean, he's been in NXT for like, if you, up to like three years now. No, how long has he been out with an injury? Oh. So it's been a couple of months. Wasn't that before WrestleMania? I would like to say yes. Hmm. Let me try to look that up real quick. I think that was something like... Or after WrestleMania. A little bit after it or something. Oh, that's right. No, because they were teasing having Luke Harper and Rowan back together for a little bit right before the Dudleys came back. So that wasn't that long ago. It's only been a couple months. June. Yeah. Apparently. Ah, there we go. He's still injured. There we are. He's got his injured. More than likely, yeah, because that's not, you know, if he has, like, a torn bicep, that could be a while. He's going to do, like, a jump miraculous John Cena recovery or something. And nobody will care this time. <laughs> it's like, John Cena's back? Holy shit! People are like, Eric Rowan's back? Where's that guy been? Oh, man, that would be a terrible meme. Like, we just started having everything on. Eric Rowan! Like, none of us know what his fucking theme music actually is. It's just <laughs> somehow, like, Chinese, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, what if Eric Rowan comes back, he's got a different look, and he's fucking Tensai? Oh, God. I'd be more into it if he did that. What the hell? But if it's not him, uh, there's been, of course, talk that the whole thing with Baron Corbin... I don't know the validity of that, 100%. Could be yeah, just bet- total bullshit. I would love his mom let him out past his bedtime that night. <laughs> Baron Corbin! 
<laughs> if it is Baron Corbin, well, I'm, I'm going to piss myself laughing. Who should get, here's an interesting thing. Who should get the main focal point when it comes to the Wyatt family this time around? Should it be Bray Wyatt or should it be Lloyd Braun from Seinfeld? Luke Harper. Actually, it should be Luke Harper. He's probably going to be doing the majority of the match. Braun well, Strowman mean... will come in for a few big moves. Bray Wyatt will probably do most of the running away because they're, they're going to make the payoff of him actually getting his the, the happen in a singles match or something. Well, Harper will definitely be doing the legwork, but I mean, like, who should be the focal point? If the Wyatt family wins, should it be Strowman winning or should it be Wyatt? I don't expect the Wyatt family to win. Neither do I. Neither do I. Unless there's a turn. Now, there are rumors that Roman Reigns is going to turn. See, if anything, I, if anything, I expect him to pull in Eric Road and have him turn and still be with the Wyatts. Like, just some cheesy-ass shit like that. Man, if they do that, I'll be so pissed, because then it'll be <laughs> four people for the Wyatt family, and Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose still probably wouldn't be done this feud, and they'd be like, all right, now we got to find two partners. There yeah, you that go. Would, which would be the Usos, I wouldn't know. Oh, hey. Shit, so maybe. They take out the one Uso. The other Uso's, I think, fit? I think he's trading? He's at least back in the gym. He hmm. said something about that recently. Is he with Jim? He might be. Jim Uso? Yeah. <laughs> James Uso. He's going to come in suits. It's either going to be the other Uso or Daniel Bryan. It's one of the two. I'm and not I'm putting any team. stock in Daniel Bryan coming out here. Oh, hell no. Team hell no? <laughs> I know who Peyton wants. Because hmm? they're talking about family here. Peyton clearly wants Samoa Joe. Oh, of course. Samoa <laughs> Joe! Would that piss you off if they do have Samoa Joe there? It wouldn't, piss me off. it wouldn't piss me off if he's there. I actually think that would be a really good person for them to bring out. It would just piss me off if they do it if they, like, Roman Reigns like, yo, I made a call to my cousin because Joe. <laughs> what if he... They're like, alright, we can't play off them being cousins. Brothers. <laughs> Samoa Reigns. Because remember, there's this whole thing about family in this story. Right. So they they probably would pull some bullshit like that. And it can't just be Jimmy Uso. I mean, they already kind of wrote him off anyway, but... What if it's Tamina? <laughs> if it's Tamina and they they do Tamina versus Braun Strowman... Oh, holy shit. What if it's Nia Jax? Oh my god. She does look pretty jacked. She's huge. She's like, uh, I don't know, the size of like three Alexa Blisses for her legs. Could be, I don't know. I highly doubt that, obviously, but you never know. I mean, they've done crazier things in the past. Just talked about Hervina yesterday. What would be your least favorite option out of everybody? Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> even more than, like, a Curtis Axel or something? Oh, way worse. Oh, way, way worse. Way, way, way worse. My favorite would be Baron Corbin. That's because you want him to be the one to watch. Yep. <laughs> I need it. Uh, and, and if it is, if it is a fucking Baron Corbin, I'm definitely picking him up from a fantasy league. i tell you who I don't want to see, and a lot of people group these people together, even though I'd never see any connection at all other than family. I don't want to see Bo Dallas. Mm. Ooh. Shout. So. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind seeing Bo Dallas. I think it would be pretty fun. There's a lot of people, actually. I'm looking at the list right now. A lot of people I don't want to see. 
I like Damien Sandow, but I don't want him to be very How are they gonna, haven't they got a poll on the WWE website? Yeah, nah, those polls don't mean anything, though. Cesaro's been another guy that people have been speculating. Nah, it's not gonna be Cesaro. Uh, if they weren't doing the family thing, then I could see Cesaro getting that spot, but. Unless they're gonna be like, by the way, Dean Ambrose and Cesaro are like eighth cousins removed. You know what would be awesome? If it was Seth Rollins. Some people think it will be, and I don't put any stock into that either. I think there's more of a chance that Daniel Bryan is than Seth Rollins, but you never know. I think there's more of a chance of Vince McMahon himself putting on (laughs) (laughs) But having Seth Rollins wrestle three times in a night, well, four, because the cash in. They're going to bring back that illegitimate uh, child story, and that's going to be the family angle with Vince McMahon. (laughs) It was Roman all along. Daddy. (laughs) So, if Eric Rowan's the worst out of all that, and he does show up, do you guys think he should get the focal point anyway? Nope. I mean, if he trained really hard and he's able to show off some cool new moves, if he comes out there and does like a red arrow or something, then... (laughs) (laughs) If he comes out there and he does a fucking red hour, you guys have to start being fans of him. Yeah. Now, granted, that's not happening. What's, uh, I was going to say, what's Randy Orton doing? But didn't he get like taken up with him? Yeah, they specifically wrote yeah, it out. They went to dinner. It was, it was cute. <laughs> they take it out. Yeah, I went to dinner and a movie. And then he got attacked. You know, standard operating procedure. But... Sean also brought something up when we were just kind of shooting the shit before we started recording this section that I wanted to make sure that we didn't skip over here. Sister Abigail. They've been teasing this ever since Bray Wyatt showed up. And there are more and more rumors that they're going to have somebody show up as Sister Abigail soon. Clearly, it can't be somebody who's already been on the roster. You know, they're not going to make Eva Marie Sister Abigail. They're not going to make Nia Jax. They're not going to make anybody who has a name to them or whatever. And it's tough to kind of follow the people that haven't shown up in some capacity because, I mean, we haven't seen them. So, you know, when Braun Strowman showed up, it was like, who the fuck is this guy? That guy's not in WWE. That guy's not wrestling in NXT and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's kind of tough to figure out what you would like to see when it comes to that, but... Is there anybody that you guys would have on your radar that you would like to see be Sister Abigail? And would you like to see her make some kind of an appearance here? Because it is family versus family. No. And I'll tell you the problem with this that everyone's trying to make all these rumors is forgetting is that a number of times they said Sister Abigail is dead. Yeah, but she could just be undead. Yeah. No, she's dead. Strictly dead. So is the Undertaker. Blatantly said she's dead. No, Undertaker's not dead. He's the undead. (laughs) <laughs> the dead man. He's not dead. See, the Undertaker takes care of the dead. <laughs> the Undertaker. <laughs> you know He's the dead cool guy Abigail, though, well, more I think of it, is that Daphne chick from TNA. No, she's not wrestling anymore at all. Yeah, she's uh, she's working on a litigation case. Mm. With a neck injury, I think, or back injury. Yep. Or both. Neck. Oh, bring up Blue Pants. There we go. <laughs> if Blue Pants <laughs> popped with his fucking sister Abigail, that'd be ridiculous. But now, I don't really know anybody who's on their radar, and 
the people that I do know who are kind of like possibly coming to NXT soon can't see any of them fitting in there. There's Athena, and she's they not the side of some Asian bird. Uh, Kana. Yeah, her name's Asuka, I think. She's probably not going to be there because not only is she Asuka, but yeah, you know, where's the connection? Kind of the connection. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Well, they could be an adopted sister, you know. Adopted sister Abigail. Yeah. They're like, by the way, her name actually on the birth certificate is Sister Asuka. I mean, I don't <laughs> picture that Luke Harper and Eric Rowan are actually brothers. Well, no. I mean, they're symbolic and stuff like that. So Sister Abigail could be symbolic, but I can't picture somebody like Kana doing that. Or, you know, they got Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, like, you know, Gianna Dadio. Dadio. So know. let me blow your mind with this. What if Sister Abigail is Bo Dallas? And, like, all throughout their, like, grown-up lives, like, all the way through childhood into the grown-up lives, Bray has just over always treated Bo as a girl. Because he's weak, and he has the long hair. He's always called him a girl. <laughs> you know what's the sad thing about it? Their actual sister looks more like Bo than Bray. Oh, yeah. So, kind of could pull it off. <laughs> And they've done, like, weirder things in the past, but I can't imagine the gimmick change that Bo Dallas is getting. <laughs> if it is, well, I'm curious. <laughs> and not by curious. <laughs> so, are we all going to hear Roman Reigns' team's winning this? Yep. No matter who his partner is? Yep. Unless there's a turn. Unless there's a turn. And if there's a turn and a mystery partner, then it's going to be Hulk Hogan. I reckon the mystery partner is going to be the one who turns, if it's going to be a turn. Uh, see, I think if anybody's going to turn, it's going to be Roman Reigns. No, see, I think it's going to be Jimmy Snuka, and it's going to turn <laughs> out that Sister Abigail was that bird he killed. <laughs> Before this gets too bad, we're going to cut this part off. <laughs> Next match we're going to talk about is Dolph Ziggler and Lana against Rusev and Summer Rae. Wait a minute, that match didn't happen, and it's not going to. Blah. So, Ziggler versus Rusev in part four. Stay tuned, everybody. Dolph Ziggler versus Rusev is the next match that we're talking about for the Night of Champions predictions. I'm tired of this fucking feud. I'm sure you guys are, too. What's your one thing that you can take away from this feud that you think overall ended up being a positive? Because we've been talking shit about it for a long time. Let's try to make something positive out of this. If Summer there's Ray's anything, rack looks good. That does look good in that suit. Yeah, it does. There you go. There's your positive. I, you know, <laughs> funniest thing is I was going to say, I think that Lana looks better with the stupid hippie kind of look and that Summer Rae's been looking great and that's my only positive. Because <laughs> Ziggler's looking like shit. Rusev oh, yeah. is looking like a goddamn baby face. I think Rusev is the baby face, isn't he, in this entire thing? Oh, he absolutely is. He's not supposed to be, but he's a baby face for us. I mean, Dolph Ziggler's just being a fucking cat and stealing his fucking bird. Like, fuck off. Get your own bird. God. I used to have a friend like that. Used to steal people's girls. Stop being friends with Bulgarians. I would, but the Bulgarian bird that I'm friends with, she's kind of hot. she like Rusev? I have no idea. <laughs> Though, she's got a sexy ass tattoo. So we've been talking, of course, that... You know, Rusev's a baby face here, that kind of a thing and all that. And a lot of people are speculating that there's a double turn or that there's some kind of a Lana 
goes back with Rusev kind of thing. First off, would you want to see that? Second off, how do you think that they'd be able to pull that off if you do want to see that, Payton? Oh, it's already in play. I mean, that, that's where this is going. They're they're making Dolph seem like the asshole because he's leading Summer Rae astray. And Rusev, you're, he's getting all the sympathy because he's the one who's getting cheated on. As is Lana. Poor Lana. You know, she's just trying to find her heart. She gets hurt physically and emotionally now. She's, she's out with her, her hurt wrist. And she just had to sit here and watch Dolph Ziggler in plain sight walk out and hand this gift to Summer Rae. Absolutely, Rusev and Lana are the ones getting the most sympathy. And soon they will find each other once again, fall back in love, and go on a total wrecking streak as baby faces. God, that sounds fucking terrible. As baby faces? Yeah. Hmm. Sounds like a fucking soap. Well, WWE does like to consider themselves soap operas. Did you not hear that fucking soap opera-ish fucking promo video they had? Mm-hmm. One of the worst things they've done this year. Kassav. Thank well, God. Dolph Ziggler is looking like a dick in this. And that's a shame, because he should have been getting some kind of a decent push out <laughs> And of not it. just because it was close. <laughs> or lack of. <laughs> Lana's in a weird position, though. As you mentioned, she's injured, so she can't compete in any way. That's one good positive that I got to say about this is that puts the likelihood that they're going to do the Lana and Summer Rae tussle on the outside thing very, very on the unlikely scale. I'm sick and tired of that. I don't want to see that at all. I don't want to see anything about this feud whatsoever, but that was my least favorite part about it. So at the very least, knowing that that's probably not going to happen makes me a little bit more willing to accept this match, but this should have just been a mixed tag match at SummerSlam. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we all are in agreement. This feud needs to end. Yep. And we've talked about, you know, where would the Intercontinental title go from here? What would we do with a bunch of things like that? If you want Rusev to go as a babyface from here on out, what would you want to do with Ziggler, Peyton? Fire him. Really? Mm-hmm. You're that down on Ziggler? Dude, the guy's been there for like 10 years now. Yeah, but he's good. Is he? Yeah. I think he's, like, if not the best in-ring performer, definitely in the top three. I can't remember the last, like, highly rated Dolph Ziggler match we watched. Maybe not necessarily the, you know, match of the year, but... Did did he have one good match this year? I don't remember him having necessarily a bad one. One good match he had this year. Let me try to think about what feuds he had this year. Because he hasn't been having a good year. Because when, when you think about the standard good wrestlers this year, it's it's been John Cena, it's been Cesaro, it's been Kevin Owens. Dolph Ziggler ain't been anywhere near that list. Yeah, but you know what? He consistently performs at the same level compared to a lot of other people. Yeah, boring. <laughs> Sean, are you better uh, when it comes to Ziggler? Or are you not a fan of him either? I just even way go then. Um, I'm I'm agreeing 100 percent with Mike. I think he's just become overall lazy, and he's comfortable where he is on the pecking order. And I think he just needs to go. He just needs to go away for a couple of months, or a couple of years, find himself, and then come back. What is Nick Namath doing in the Impact Zone? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just bang him into TNA. God, that'd be so terrible. At least any people champ. 
Yeah, well, but really, would you rather be world champ or would you rather be in WWE doing swerved? Uh, I think I'd rather be Tiede Walton the fucking goal, to be honest. Shit, at least when you do swerved, you get a paycheck for it. <laughs> Damn right. I, I don't know, I'm just down on Tulsa. I'm down on this entire feud. This is why I stopped watching Raw, if I, I'm honest, because this entire feud started taking over. It's like, ever other segment was this. It's like, just fuck off. Leave me alone. I don't want to watch this shit. If I want to watch this shit, I'd watch EastEnders or some bullshit. <laughs> I don't know if you guys get EastEnders, but it's fucking terrible. I'm good. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 not, it's, not, it's not a romantic, <laughs> com- it's not a romantic <laughs> comedy. It's supposed to be fucking wrestling, and I'm watching some fucking chick flick. <laughs> I don't want to watch this shit. Something just sparked, Sean. <laughs> fucking horseshit. I don't want to watch it. No, I'm done. I'm done with this fucking crap. God. Who do you think's winning, Sean Ziggler or Rusev? I tell you now, it's not the fucking fans. I'm going to say the referee wins this fucking match. Faden, who do you think's winning? Uh, Ziggler, Rusev, or the referee? Rusev. I'm going Ziggler. Just as basic, bland as you can get. I don't think there's any turns. I don't think Lana's going back with Rusev. I think this is just going to be like total filler. Ziggler and Lana beat Rusev. Summer Rae, I don't know, like Rusev tells her to go fuck off like he did with Lana before. And then I don't know what the hell they have planned on this because this has been dragged on way too long. And and the thing is, we're going to get this feud at Survivor Series because one of them is going to be on one team and the other one's going to be on the other fucking team. Fucking bullshit. Maybe they'll move on to Intercontinental or something like that. You never know. Chuck Dolph Ziggler down at NXT. There you go. <laughs> Tony, it's fucking bullshit. Fuck this fucking feud. Yeah, fuck. To fuck. <laughs> Continuing on in part five, we're going to talk about the Divas Championship. Stay tuned oh, for that one, everybody. Because Nikki Bella and Charlotte are coming up next. Damn, fuck me. Divas Championship is on the line yet again, twice in a week. Nikki Bella, the longest reigning Divas Champion in WWE history, is going to be defending against Charlotte, and there's an added stipulation to this match. If Nikki Bella gets counted out, or she gets disqualified, she loses the title. So, no more champion's advantage. Gotta put the edge into Charlotte's favor more than normal. And, you know, that's a match that Charlotte was already the favorite to win. I don't think that there is any way whatsoever that we see anything other than Charlotte coming out with this title. Do you guys think that there's a possibility that that's not happening? I not only think it's a possibility, I think that's most likely to think that's going to happen. It's pretty much a guarantee. Wait, what? It's pretty much a guarantee that Charlotte's winning, right? No, that Charlotte's not winning. Really? Charlotte's definitely winning, yeah. All right, now now I'm curious. What do you think's happening then? I think they're just going to find some way to keep it away from her. Honestly, she's going to turn heel. Either Becky or Paige can turn on Charlotte. Or what I think they might even do just to try to be clever and troll people some more is like Brie can go in and like slap Nikki or something. And that causes a disqualification onto Nikki. That she can't do that. Sure, she can. Wouldn't it tech? Oh, wait, no, yeah, technically that is right. She would get disqualified where she would win. Mm hmm. Huh. 
I'd be down for that. That would drag it out a little bit, and I don't know if I really want to see this dragged out for too long, but that would be at least something different than what they did where, like, this week they just ran the same play that they did before. They don't do that that often. And I've, I've been liking this streak of just kind of like trolling the fans of this story they've been starting to do. So. <laughs> that would be so great. Yeah, so I, I think that's something they could do. Uh, more than likely, though, I would expect uh, a, a page turn. A page turn? A page turn. <laughs> you want Ryback back in this match? <laughs> uh, no, see, I, if I can... It might take forever to get that page turned in that case. It would be the say, fucking first sentence over and over. I would say Becky's the one more likely to turn because I could see her fitting more well with the Bellers than, than Paige. Well, I wouldn't even see whoever turns join the Bellas just, like, pissed off because Charlotte's taking a spotlight. Mm-hmm. And I think that Paige is definitely the more likely if somebody's going to turn. Because Becky right now, she's kind of still a little bit fresh as a babyface. She was a heel for a while. And mm-hmm. she turned about, what, like five months ago? Something like she that? turned after that match with Sasha. Yeah. So that wasn't too long ago. And Becky's still not that well-known on the main roster. Like, Charlotte, they've been promoting a lot, and they've been just wooing a lot and bringing Ric Flair out and stuff. Like, they've been really harping on her, but uh, Becky Lynch has kind of been in the background. Paige, everybody knows. And Paige is also a bitch. So she loves being a heel. She's said that before in interviews. I'm sure she would gladly turn, and she doesn't have to go with the Bellas. Mm -hmm. She could just be another heel. Like That'd be cool. You know, Team Bad, they're on their own. They don't need to have any other people. And um, somebody like an Emma, she's got her shit down in NXT. Wouldn't hurt for them to split up these teams. I'd like to see the split, to be fair. I'm just getting bored of this entire thing. Now, if we do have Paige cost the match for Charlotte. Where do you go with the Divas title? Because they would probably have still two feuds, which is fine. But I would Sasha. think at that point, yeah. Sasha. That's, it would have to go with Sasha. Mm-hmm. And I would be totally down for Sasha being the one that beats Nikki Bella rather that's, than Charlotte. That's exactly I what I would her. expect. Now, does she, does, does she do it as a baby face? Or does she do I, it heel versus heel? I think I it's, it's, it's going to be heel versus heel, but she's going to get a baby face reaction. Like, that's always what she's kind of been. She's always played a heel, but people have always fucking loved her. Because, see, there's a little thing that gets in the way here that could play a huge factor in this, and that's NXT TakeOver. Mm. At the end of this last TakeOver in Brooklyn, Sasha Banks hugs Bailey. What if at the end of the Iron Man match they have, she just flat out turns babyface? She could do that. You know, they, they, they could even turn bad babyface. Turn the whole group. They could, because Naomi's not a real good heel. No. And to me, it doesn't fucking do anything. No, so she just, just stands there. She just stands there either way. <laughs> and you know what? That might be thinking ahead, too. If you turn Tamina babyface, Nia Jax is going to be popping up on NXT sometime soon. Oh. Nia Jax versus Tamina. Tamina She's puts her over. Good first opponent for her, indeed. Could definitely work. There's nothing that says that Tamina can't pop up in NXT. I would be more interested in all these theoretical things that were popping up than just Charlotte winning the title. But, gun to my head, Charlotte's winning here. Well, gun to my head. I'd have to go with Charlotte, but I don't want to see you fucking winning this stupid fucking man arms. 
I'm I'm going with Nikki by hook or by crook. Apparently, there's lots of different options out there. Charlotte's not just 100% guaranteed. Leave a comment below. Tell us which booking decisions you'd prefer to see happen, whether it's ours or something else that you've got in mind. And click on the next part to continue on with our Night of Champions predictions. Tag team title is on the line. The New Day is facing the Dudley Boys. Unfortunately, it's not a tables match, but I'm pretty sure they're going to get the tables out at some point, right? They have to. Or at least tease them. Yeah. And I wouldn't be too surprised if I saw Xavier Woods go through a table because then it wouldn't be a disqualification. One way or another, there's going to be some tables in some capacity. And, you know, the easy thing to say here is that the Dudley boys are going to win the titles because they're new, they're, you know, established tag team, fresh on the roster kind of a thing. But I'm going to go with the New Day here. I think somehow they're pulling this win off and this feud's going to go on for quite a while. Now, grand scheme of things, I do think the Dudley boys is going to end up with the tag titles at some point, and maybe that'll happen at Hell in a Cell, maybe Survivor Series or something like that, but I'm going New Day here, and it's not just because I'm biased and I like the New Day better, but I think that it's too easy for Dudley boys to win here. You guys agree? No. You're going full on Dudleys? No. (laughs) But I don't think it's, like, too easy. I think it's something they could totally do. I just think... um... More than likely, the uh, New Day will pull some kind of trick to get themselves to win, and then we have a tables match next month. That's where they need to go. Mm-hmm. It has to be a tables match. Has to. Sean, what are you thinking? Uh, new champs or New Day? Uh, um, <laughs> I'm going to go with New Day. Same reasons? Uh, yeah, when's TLC? That's December. That's when the Dudley Boys are going to win it. Well, that's going to be a long-ass feud. <laughs> wow. I think, maybe. I don't know, no, I'm going to say Dudley Boys win this this time around. Then they have every match at Hell in a Cell, they lose. Then they get a rematch at TLC and they win by putting Devon through the table. Well, here's, here's the thing. There's only one table left. Yeah, the, the last table. Yep. So really, well, it couldn't be a tables match. It could be a table match. Tables match? <laughs> we have a tables. Yeah. To be fair, I never got. I never got that. Why doesn't being sent through the announcer table count? As a it does. Does it? Yeah, it totally does. Hmm. I always assumed. I always thought it didn't. It's not in the video games, anyways. Yeah, it, has, it always has in the games. What's weird is it doesn't count for a disqualification. Just got to point the left. Neither does it count if you throw somebody into the steel steps. Mm-hmm. But if you pick up the steps and hit somebody, then it is. <laughs> you throw someone into the guardrail. You can even put someone through the guardrail. I don't think they'll disqualify you. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. Yet, if somebody comes up and they slap you, is it disqualification? <laughs> It's like, no, no, guys, stop ramming each other into the security barricade. You're supposed to be in the ring. One. Ten seconds later. Two. <laughs> but somebody else comes in, they push somebody, and it's like, no, 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 you just fucked up the whole match. But this has to go in some kind of tables match at some point. And I'm thinking the best way around that is New Day comes out here, they get their asses like beat the majority of the time. 
something happens where they end up pulling out a victory, Dudley boys, of course, are going to be super pissed about it. So they're going to be like, no, 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 that's bullshit. We need you again at Hell in a Cell. And this time you're not fucking doing any kind of weird, stupid pinfalls. You're not getting disqualified. You're not getting counted out. We're going to have ourselves a uh, tables match. Then they win the titles. And, you know, and I get rid of New Day after that on my Fantasy League team, unfortunately. But if they do that and they go that route, Dudley Boy is probably going to be sticking around. You guys think that they are? I'm going to sign, like, a big deal contract or some shit. Mm, I don't know. Like, I know it's not part-time. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're there until next year, I think. I think they got, like, a six-month type thing. That's about how long I would expect them to do the Dudley Boys thing. And I think, depending on their performance, I think they may have interest in a potential Bubba Ray singles run. There's money there. Hmm. Not for Devon. <laughs> Not no. for Devon, unfortunately. I think I think he should consider himself lucky to have been brought on for this. Now, if you guys are going to keep Dudley boys around, we got a kind of, like, shitty thing going on with the Divas Division, not the Divas Division, the Tag Team Division right now, where... It's so not like they haven't put Divas through tables before. That's true. <laughs> Uh, you know, a lot of tag teams, they split up. Some people are injured right now. I mean, of course, we mentioned before, Jimmy Uso's not around. Tyson Kidd's not going around anymore. Um, New Day, really, they're the top of the line. And Dudley Boys are right up there, too. There are rumors that the Hardy Boys might pop back up. And if that does happen, of course, they're going to be right towards the top there like that. But... What's the tag team division looking like to you guys after maybe like Survivor Series? Because they're not going to get a huge focal point at Survivor Series. It's not like it used to be or whatever. But when we start going into next year, this is going to be a big factor, I think. Who wins this match? Because if the New Day wins and they continue to hold these titles, I'm thinking we're going to get a really, really long New Day reign. Dudley Boys, though, their contract could be a big difference maker. Do you want Dudley Boys to stick around? If you do, you want them to just stay at the top like that? Or do you guys think you're going to get a little bit tired of them? Nope. Can we have Edge and Christian instead? I wish. Or APA. <laughs> Love the APA. Yeah, last time they had APA come out for a little bit, they didn't look so good. Oh, well, you know, just replace Farouk with some... Replace, there we go. Replace Farouk with our truth there we are. I don't think that he's the problem. I think JBL probably might be. Nah, JBL's amazing. He can still go. So, bottom line here, New Day winning on my side. Peyton, who are you going with? New Day. And Sean, who are you going with? New Day. So that's three for New Day. Make sure you guys leave your comments below. Tell us what you think is going to end up happening for the tag title situation and where you want it to go in the future. And if you're interested in the double duty that Seth Rollins is going to be doing, well, the next two parts are going to be great for you because part seven and part eight, we're going to talk about the U.S. title and the WWE world title. So click on those for the John Cena and the Sting matches coming up next. The first of the two, possibly three, and who knows, maybe four, 
depending on the, what happens with that Wyatt family thing. Matches that we're going to have with Seth Rollins for Night of Champions is the United States Championship match. He's going to be defending it against John Cena. John Cena, of course, has held that title for the longest time out of anybody this year. And then Seth Rollins comes along, becomes dual champion, and John Cena gets his rematch. That's the story behind this one. And the fact that Night of Champions is the pay-per-view where all of the titles are defended, that's why Seth Rollins doesn't get a free pass, which is good. I would have been really pissed if they would have done that. Although, I still kind of think they should have just maybe combined the championships and just gotten rid of it. Who knows? We're going to see what happens here, because this match means a lot. And I'm going to put it out there. Not only do I think this is what's going to happen, but I think that this is what should happen. John Cena should win the title back. What do you think about that? Why? Yeah, why? Seth Rollins as U.S. and World Heavyweight Champion, to me, is something that can't last too long because you either get rid of the title, the U.S. title, I mean, or you have one of them, which is going to be the U.S. title, get neglected to the point where it might as well go away anyway. And I can't see them having Seth Rollins pull double duty all the time. And I think that they would get a little bit confused, too, if they start having him defend the U.S. title and not the world title, because they like to keep things simple. So why not just give it back to John Cena, let him do what he was doing before, have him, you know, go down as whether it's the last U.S. champion or maybe just the best U.S. champion. Why do you keep thinking they're going to get rid of the U.S. title? Well, how could you see them keeping it like this? Like what? With Seth Rollins. Because they've done two people with two belts lots of times. For like an extended period of time? Yeah. When was the last time that they had somebody that was like that for a while? The Miz. Which title <laughs> did he win? He had the tag title, the US title, and he also had the money in the bank. Oh, uh, see, tag title and a singles title, that's Oh, different. yeah, okay. Uh, my that's Whatever. <laughs> Give a Technically, you're right. Yeah, I'm not going to deny that. But, like, there's a total different dynamic when you're a tag champion and a singles champion instead of being two singles champions. Okay, well, Jay Lethal's doing it right now in Ring of Honor. Remember, that's where they copied it from. <laughs> yeah, they had to steal <laughs> that from Ring of Honor. But, no, I mean, can't you see that being the, the case that they would just, like, drop the ball with the U.S. title if it was still no, Rollins? No, I, I think they would make Seth Rollins be a workhorse, and that's what would help him make the babyface turn. People would love him for his work rate. I'll make him a legitimate champion for fucking once. Yeah, <laughs> fucking novel thought, huh? So you're thinking he's going to turn babyface? Oh, hell yeah. Around what time? Sooner the better, I say. Mm. Now, is that factoring in the feud with Triple H? It includes it. Because that's got to happen, right? Absolutely. Like, there's no fucking way that doesn't happen unless somebody gets injured. Well, yeah. Even if somebody gets injured, I think they'll just delay it. I'm starting to think that that feud's happening at WrestleMania. Could be. And it could, not do for it the title. SummerSlam. I would hope not. Yeah. <laughs> I have heard scenarios pitched where that involved like Triple H grabbing the title before WrestleMania. Huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure I'm down with that. I don't want to see Triple H win it again. Although, what was the last time he won the world title? <sighs> that would probably be like 2009. That whole thing with Orton? Yeah, I think that was that last. sucked so bad. It's really bad. Hmm. I can't remember a time after that that he won, but I kind of feel like maybe he did. Maybe he won it for like a hot minute. That's what I'm saying. Remember that? I think it was No Mercy 2009 when they had like three title matches in one night. 
Hmm. No, but I, I kind of feel like there was something after that. Something oh, that, sorry, like, help. maybe that I happened keep... before he started doing, like... He fought Daniel Bryan last year as a number one contenders match, but he lost it. Maybe that's what I'm confusing. Because mm. he had the whole evolution thing, but he wasn't champion around that time. That was well after. He hasn't been champion as a member of the Authority. The no. last time he won... Oh, shit. That's loud. Is um, Elimination Chamber. We can still hear it in the background. Elimination no, Chamber. What year? 2009. 2009. Oh, so it is nine. So, I mean, it's not like people would be like, oh, here goes Triple H winning another belt. <laughs> God damn, we, you know, this Triple H every year wins a fucking championship. And the long-term story for it would be to put over someone massively. Mm-hmm. Unless they fuck that up. But Triple H and Seth Rollins has to happen. And I can't see this U.S. title being a factor in it. So that's one of the reasons why I think that this is like, they gave it to Seth Rollins for something just like, wouldn't it be interesting? And that they're going to just give it right back to John Cena. I mean, what if it was for the U.S. title? What if, like, I don't think that's a title Triple H has ever held. And he could be like, that title has a lot of prestige. You know, Ric Flair held it. Harley Race held it. But it's eluded me. And you've been walking (laughs) around here gloating with that on your shoulder. I'm going to take that away from you, Seth Rollins. I'm down for that. So they, they can make it work. I, mean, I, I don't think it's likely, but I, I think they could, especially if they want to really make this U.S. title seem like it's on a higher level. That's a way to do it. Maybe I on the Neville level? I got a theory about the U.S. title. <laughs> Only like 65, not quite 77. <laughs> What's your theory, Sean? Uh, what happens if Sheamus cashes in, right? And he thinks he's cashing in for the WWE Championship. No. But no. he doesn't, and then the authority turn around and go, yeah, you won the belt, but you won the United States belt. No. I tell you what, I don't see that happening at all. <laughs> but if it would happen, I kind of would be okay with it. What? Because <laughs> I don't want fucking Sheamus winning this world title. Well, like, Sheamus just never, like, cracked open the briefcase to read, like, the contract and all this time it said United it said, States belt it on said, it. No, it says you can cash in no money in the bank for any title. They never said that. No, it's, it's, it's changed now. It's not any title. Because it used to be any world title. Yeah, they only said that when they had the two world titles. Now they always say for a WWE World Heavyweight title match. Oh, if they wanted to, they could play retcon, and they could say something like, yeah, but if you check the fine print of your uh, contract, Seamus, it says you can cash it in for a title shot. But we don't necessarily mean that we're going to sign off on a world title shot. Now, of course, I don't think this is happening at all. It would be so good to watch, though. But, I mean, we'll also get to a cash-in thing when we talk about the next match. But uh, sticking it to John Cena and Seth Rollins here, another thing that I'm interested in when it comes to this is the placement on the card. Now, this could be something that happens as the opener. And I think there's a good chance of that. Or it could be something that happens around like the middle of the show or something like that. What do you think is the best spot for this to go in for the night? Because it also could be the main event. I don't think it will be, but it's a possibility. Where would you like I to see it go? say third. The third match on the card. So just uh, keeping that kind of going, what would you put as the opener outside of the pre-show? The opener would be Kevin Owens and Ryback. Then it would be the tag. Then it would be these two Muppets. Then it would be the Divas. Then it would be Rusev and Ziggler. And then it would be fucking the main event. 
Well, you got the Wyatts in there. Oh, I... The Wyatts would be third. This would be fourth. There you go. Hmm. What about you, Payton? Where's the good position for this on the card? I would do these two matches successively. Hmm. Really? So that means one after the other for you. <laughs> I know. I know. But, uh, I <laughs> or were you saying for Sean specifically? <laughs> <laughs> I do, I meant for the listeners out there. <laughs> weren't sure. They could always do that. I mean, Seth Rollins could wrestle a short match with Sting and a long match with John Cena. Mm-hmm. Or the other way around. You don't know. Oh, the cash in could drop straight away and then everybody's laughing. <laughs> Man, I don't want to see this cash in. <laughs> the cash is going to happen. I hope he loses. That'd be amazing. Seth Rollins beats three guys in one night. Or loses. Nah, he's going to win. <sighs> so, Seth Rollins and John Cena. We were talking about the idea of maybe doing different things with the US title and stuff like that, but um, it's really difficult to think. John Cena loses again here in my mind because he's John Cena. It's happened before. Could always happen. Seth Rollins is a guy who's been retaining pretty much everything going forward. Um, if he, by me meaning uh, Seth Rollins, if he ends up winning this, how do you think he'll end up winning, Peyton? If Seth Rollins wins? Yeah. Because John Cena, you know, they always protect him. It's not going to be like he flat out just beats him clean. Uh, with the return of J&J. Yeah, that's why I reckon it's J&J. Didn't they, like... Were they last seen getting into arguments with him? No, they were last seen getting absolutely uh, destroyed by Brock Lesnar. Yeah, that was all a ruse. They they made up before they uh, got taken out by Brock. Oh, wait, that was the whole thing with the... Um... The car. Was it the car? Was yeah, it, it was the... the car. Brock Lesnar came out with the axes. Destroyed the car and then threw Jimmy Noble through the fucking car. Well, no, mm-hmm. we Joey for Joey the car. Mercury. Like, he did a fucking belly to belly suplex overhead <laughs> onto the fucking hood of the car. Then he broke Jamie no- or Joey Mer- yeah, Jimmy Noble's arm and then threw him into a bunch of glass and, like, cut up his back and shit. And he killed that fan. <laughs> yep. Sean, if John Cena wins. Yeah. Who do you want to see feud with John Cena for the U.S. title going forward? John Cena wins. Who would I like to see? Baron fucking Corbin. <laughs> hey, you mean the third man? I don't know. I would like to see... Why not Antonio Cesaro? Because oh, he's not Antonio anymore. Oh, fuck it. Bring back <laughs> Antonio. There you go. I reckon... No, Cesaro deserves a big push. I reckon Cesaro should beat John Cena for a belt. That'd be amazing. He's got to do something. It's he's not doing anything at this pay-per-view, that's for sure. So, unless he's the... Unless he's the third guy. Yeah. yeah. You never know. So I'm going with John Cena winning the title here. Peyton, you're going with Seth Rollins retaining? Yes. Now, is that retaining by winning or retaining by like DQ? Yes. Here or doesn't so make a difference. Same result. Sean, who do you think's winning, oh, Rollins oh, or Cena? Uh, oh, Seth Rollins, <laughs> without a fucking shadow of a doubt. Guarantee, huh? I I will dye my hair half blonde if he wins. You heard it. Well, not if he wins. If he loses. No, you already said it. 
<laughs> I like my hair as it is. Actually, now you said both. <laughs> if he loses, I'll like my hair blonde. There you go. Half blonde. Alright, everybody. If Seth Rollins loses... Both matches. Ah, oh, now you're adding more. <laughs> Alright, if he loses both matches in ten minutes to a guy in the audience... <laughs> like. <laughs> And uh, Seamus catches catches in on the U.S. title. <laughs> to be fair, there has been a lot of fan interference. So yeah, that's not been planned. <laughs> never know. They might have something planned with the fans. Good old-fashioned fan plan. Final parts coming up next: Seth Rollins versus Sting. Click on the next video, everybody. We'll see you there. Final match that we're going to talk about for our Night of Champions predictions is, of course, the WWE World Heavyweight Championship match between Sting and Seth Rollins. Double Duty Guy has another match here, and it's against one of the biggest legends who's not really been a part of WWE and just gets a title match. Some people are kind of pissed about that. Are you guys okay with it? I'm yeah. okay with it. It's fucking Sting. Exactly. I don't see what the big fuss is about. Sting has more than made up for the fact that he's had this whole you know, WCW career and stuff like that. I don't see any reason why he shouldn't have a title match whatsoever. So, get over it. But... Did somebody not get what they wanted? What's up, Mark? (laughs) But I do have to say here, I have almost no faith whatsoever that Sting's winning this match. And if he does, he's winning it by DQ. I think you're selling Sting short. What I think Sting say? has a good chance. What would you say are his chances of winning the championship here? Pretty good. I mean, yep. everyone thought that The Rock wasn't going to win it. People didn't think Brock Lesnar was going to win it. They both got their runs. Why wouldn't Sting? I don't know. Get, see what those he two... He had to have come in and jobbed a Triple H in his first match for some reason. Hmm. See, I don't know. I don't know if that would be he comes in and jobs to Triple H because they want to give him a title reign. Why not? <laughs> uh, the only the only way I'd be cool with with uh, Sting winning is if Sheamus cashes in ten seconds later, and they can do that. That's fine. But I think Sting is going to win this match. And there's two people that I think have potential to interfere and uh, allow him to win. The obvious one being Triple H. You know, they just respect the hell out of each other, right? <laughs> Um, the not-so-obvious one, I talked about J&J coming back. Well, Seth Rollins sees Kane coming back, and he's, like, you know, happy to see him, like, oh, great, you know, the gang's all back together. Kane is not quite so eager to get back. He causes Sting to lose the match. See, if Hell in a Cell wasn't coming up, I'd put a little bit more stock into Sting winning, but I can't see Sting wrestling for the world title as the champion, too. He doesn't have to. Going into the uh, Hell in a Cell match. He just it's doesn't, ha- he doesn't have to. The briefcase, dude. Yeah, your Hell in a Cell match could be Seth Rollins against Triple H or against... Um, Sheamus. Shame- or not against Sheamus, against um, Kane. Triple H or Kane. Either one of those can be the main event. Sting can have the night off. Or he can just have a regular match. Hmm. Yeah, I yeah, mean, who will Sheamus wrestle in for the world title? Sheamus doesn't have to. Seamus is not going to get the world title. <laughs> Even I, I have no interest in seeing him cashing. Matter of fact, because they've been like pointing it out so much the last few weeks, I don't think he's cashing in. I don't have any faith that he's cashing in. I don't think it's happening at all here. If he does, I think he'll lose. Mm-hmm. It seems a little bit too obvious, you know? But then again, maybe that's why they would do it. 
Kind of like uh, reverse psychology. I'll tell you one match that I can't see being booked for Hell in a Cell is Sting versus Sheamus for the world title. No. <laughs> Not happening. And I don't think that the Seth Rollins and Triple H thing is really going to happen either. For Hell in a Cell, I mean. I'm starting to think what's going to happen is John Cena's beating Seth Rollins in the U.S. title match. Sting's going to lose in this world title match here. And then John Cena's going to somehow get a Hell in a Cell match with Seth Rollins for the world title. Oh, God. That better fucking happen. I don't want to see it, but I think that's where WWE's going. And Kane is a big factor. So maybe that isn't exactly what's going to happen. Maybe John Cena beats Seth Rollins for the U.S. title and moves on to something else. Maybe Kane returns and fights Seth Rollins in the Hell in a Cell match. You can see that happening. I mean, it is Kane. It's Kane. It's got to be Kane and Sting. <laughs> but I don't think Sting's going to be coming to Hell in a Cell at all. So if that's the case and he doesn't wrestle there, I really don't want to see him win the world title then just drop it immediately. No matter who it's to. I mean, whether it's Rollins, Triple H, Sheamus, Kane. <laughs> but I do think the match will be good. You guys agree with that? It'll be interesting to see this really young guy and this really old school guy. And everything we've seen from Sting, his Triple H match and that little bit we got to see him in Big Show was a very old school style. And Seth Rollins is a student of the game, so I think he might be able to uh, keep up with that. You excited to see it, Sean? Uh, I'd be excited to see the first five minutes, and then probably Sting will probably tire out. That's the only issue I got with it. I think Seth is going to have to do a lot of the heavy lifting in this bunch. Possibly. Sting's looking pretty good, though, I think. I'm thinking that Rollins is retaining here, one way or another. I'm not thinking that there's a cash-in of any kind, and I think that Sting's just going to be written off, and I'll be disappointed, because that sucks that he would have to lose his two like important matches that matter. But when it comes down to you guys... Who's going to end up winning, Seth Rollins or Sting? Who's walking away with the title, Sean? Uh, I'm 50-50. I really am. I'm really split. Because I think I know Seth Rollins is going to win the United States, and that's what is throwing me off on this one. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Sting. And I'm going with Sting as well. Hmm. All right, if you agree with me or disagree with me, leave it in the comments below. Who do you want to see walk away with the world title? Who do you think is going to walk away? Because there's always a chance it could be Sheamus, too. And for the matter, who would you like to see fight who at Hell in a Cell? We'll obviously be talking about that when we break down what happens at Night of Champions, because next week, right after Night of Champions is over with, we're going to end up doing our review about it, and we'll have that up for you next episode of Smack Talk. Or if we do it separately, we might do it a little bit earlier. Who knows? We'll see. And also, tell us what you think about the format splitting this up a little bit. Are you guys fond of that, or do you like to see it when it's all packaged together, just on an episode of Smack Talk? I'll try to figure that out in the future, too. We have one more thing that we're going to have to do for this episode, and that's just to throw out some promotional stuff for you guys to check out on the plugs. So, Sean, anything that you want people to be aware of? No. 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 Not discard time. Probably next week when I'm feeling a lot better. But I'm going to have to plug in the moment. 
Plug your mouth <laughs> when you cough. Unless <laughs> anybody wants my fucking cough, would be my guest. Payton. Now. 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 You're making me want to watch Star Wars. I'm glad you got it. I wasn't sure if that impression. I wasn't sure if that was a good impression or if that was another Wade Barrett sucking a lollipop. <laughs> no, that was a good impression because that's a terrible line in that movie. Yeah, really. It's, it's like, no. oh, you were so cool up to this point. It's pretty bad when the Darth Vader. No, it's better than that. <laughs> uh, but in uh, all seriousness, check out MegapowersRadio.com, KeepingKFabe.com, and at M R P A D E N. That's Mr. Mr. Payton. <laughs> If you don't say it, it drives me nuts. <laughs> I'm used to it by now. It's kind of like at the end of every Smack Talk, I hear ding, ding, ding in the background of my head. <laughs> but we are at the end of Smack Talk for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Leave those comments below. Follow, like, share, subscribe, everything else like that. This has been another Smart Out moment, and we're being counted out. 